I found it shortly after we met, as one's mind will do when you find somebody that you can't get enough of. You start dreaming of travel and, you know, where can we go? So just in some cursory searches, found Veg News, which I've become a big follower since I joined the dark side, if you will. <laughs> Not the dark side. The green side. Yeah, the green side, the light. Anyways, they had a top 10 list of vegan-friendly resorts across the world. A lot of them North American-based, but there was a couple that were outside of that, and one being in Guatemala at Laguna Lodge. I think it was listed as three or four. Hey there, and welcome to Rise and Thrive with me, Ella Majors. I created this high-vibe podcast from a place of profound curiosity fierce compassion, and the deep desire to connect you with the wisdom of inspirational wellness, health, fitness, and conscious leaders and changemakers. Here's to discovering our blind spots and embracing life as the adventure it is. The time is now. Let's do this. Hey, hey, everyone. Ella here with my co-host today, Quinn. Hey, babe. Hey, honey, how are you? Um, well, how are you doing? I am gravy. Mushroom vegan gravy. Mushroom vegan gravy, of course. Yeah, the only, or the only, the only vegan sausage gravy because my mom made a killer one for Christmas. And she did. Yeah. She's got the gravy down. And that's a lot coming from you because you're a gravy guy. I'm a biscuits and gravy guy. Yeah. <laughs> Thought about changing my name for a while, but uh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be that your rap way. name if you were a rapper. Without doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get some gravy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, vegan, but we got to add the vegan. Sure. Got to add the vegan in there. Yeah, you do. Asterisk vegan. Yeah. <laughs> yes, with asterisk. That works. All right, you guys. But this is our second episode together. Our first one we recorded back in, I believe it was November, and we told our How We Met story. So if you have not checked out that first episode, we titled it You Had Me at Quantum, which was a toss up right between you had me at quantum and you had me at broccoli yeah but you know quantum tied in a little bit better with the way we met on the dating app yes. so that sounded better but yeah we're big fans of broccoli too <laughs> yes. and for those of you who are new to this show if this is the first time you're listening we are doing this type of show every maybe once a month or once every six weeks or so. The other shows are mostly interview-based with some of the most inspirational humans on the planet. So definitely check those out as well. But yeah, we're a little over halfway through January at this point. And so I feel like there's room still to chat a little bit about New Year's resolutions before we get into our travel experience in December going to Guatemala. Because I think this is the time, you know, people are still pretty gung-ho about being committed to their New Year's resolutions. What's your take on resolutions? You know, I used to fancy the New Year's resolution, but over the last four years, I've just been in constant change. So, you know, it seems kind of lost on me just to pick one thing because I'm just ever changing, ever evolving. I started on a journey four years ago of going sober then quit smoking, quit doing drugs, all that fun stuff quit smoking weed, became a vegan a year and a half ago. So I've been in a constant state of evolution and growth. So just picking one resolution, you just me, it's, you know, I mean, if it works for some people, that's great, obviously, but I'm way more into resolutions now and just picking one time a year. It's a constant. Yeah. 
shout out to you for being that, for going through such a huge transformation. And then I think that realization of really embracing the journey, you know, it's so cliche, right? But getting to this place, and I always talk about kind of getting to a place where I feel like I'm playing life like a game every day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that takes such awareness. And I think it's that awareness that helps us kind of work on getting to the root of why we were being unhealthy, why we were acting in ways that were not aligned with who we are and what we really want for ourselves and our lives and the world and the people around us and animals and all of that. Yeah. And now I can't get enough of it. Yeah. It's always on my mind. I'm always trying to better myself and evolve. And it's not a, you know, once a year kind of thing. Yeah. It's constantly sharpening my pencil. So it's just a way of life. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like I've been there for a number of years now and feel the same way. I don't sit down and say, here are my resolutions. But what I do do is come up with a word. And I used to put that word as part of my passwords. And now that I'm sharing it, it will not be a part of my passwords this year. (laughs) And change that. Yes. But the word I am choosing for 2024 is trust. And that's been a big one. I just actually started using it a few months ago, just feeling a little anxiety around work. I'm kind of reinventing the brand, Sexy Fit Vegan. And it's exciting. And at the same time, it's a little nerve wracking to be kind of like open to new directions. And there's lots of other stuff going on in my life with shy passing. And I found that if I can pause and say the word trust, trust in the universe, trust in myself, trust in my intuition, trust that everything is going to work out and that everything that is thrown my way, any curveball is all there to guide me, to help me, to help me grow, to help me discover the blind spots, the things I didn't know I didn't know, and to just trust. And it's already helped me a lot. So I'm going to stick with that one for the new year. I like that a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot like mine. Mine, I would say mine would be breath. Mm -hmm. I'm in a constant state of reminding myself to breathe through my yoga practice and just falling in love with Ujjayi breath. It's just changed my life in every way from sleep to dealing with, you know, being caught, you know, out of control, just in any situation and in, in patience, but it's, yeah, breath is my word this year. Yeah, that's a great one too. And yoga has been a huge part of this transformational journey that you've been on as well. And so, it, yeah, in these last few weeks, we've gotten to practice together almost daily, mm-hmm. which has been phenomenal. Yeah, you can't beat it. Partner practice is the best. And speaking of yoga and transformation and healthy habits and moving our bodies and nutrition and all of that, if you guys have not taken advantage of my 22 Reboot program yet, now is definitely the time. It is the perfect kind of jumpstart. And when I was talking about getting to the root of you know, why we don't prioritize our health, why we make choices that are unhealthy, why we go for the chips instead of the apple, right? This program is bite-sized, it's doable, it's 22 days, and it will help you really shift your mindset and 
get you into a more constant state of awareness and being present and making conscious and mindful choices. It also asks you to commit to 60 minutes of movement a day, to eating whole food, plant-based, and gives you tons of resources that will help you do that. It'll help you with your sleep hygiene, getting quality sleep, as well as just an overall ability to be mindful in your daily living. So if you haven't checked out 22 Reboot now, it's a ton of the tools that I use with my coaching clients, but packaged into a really accessible, really affordable little program that is structured and will deliver you emails each day for 22 days. It's a great jump start. So please make sure to check that out now while it's still available. So please. there's my little <laughs> peace out. That's it. Bye. Yay. No, but yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk today about our travel experience. I think on our next episode, I want to dive a little deeper into our journeys. We're going to talk about more of that, but since, well, it's fresh on our minds and I know traveling is one of the big challenges people have when it comes to staying on track, especially with the plant-based eating and the vegan compassionate lifestyle. So yeah, first, I guess let's talk about choosing why we chose the spot we chose and you actually found it for us. So do you want to just talk a little bit about that? I found it shortly after we met as one's mind will do when you find somebody that you can't get enough of, you start dreaming of travel and you know, where can we go? So just in some cursory searches found Veg News, which I've become a big follower since I joined the dark side, if you will, <laughs> not the dark side. The green side. Yeah. The green side, the light. Anyways, they had a top 10 list of vegan-friendly resorts across the world, a lot of them North American-based, but there was a couple that were outside of that, and one being in Guatemala at Laguna Lodge. I think it was listed as three or four. I was looking at that, and it seemed kind of perfect, bounced it off of you, and we made the jump. But I'm very thankful that, you know, Veg News led us there. It was just highlighted as having a great vegetarian and vegan restaurant, which it did. We loved it. It did. And it feels good to stay at an eco resort, which is what they call themselves, on this beautiful Lake Atitlan, which is an energy vortex. And then to be at a resort that doesn't serve meat at all. I think they do serve some eggs and some dairy, possibly. Mm -hmm. But for me, it felt good to be in this space where there was at least no dead animals. Like that felt good to me. Absolutely. And we were away from the city, short boat right away from Pana. But it was great. It was beautiful, you guys, and four-course vegan meals every night. I would call it a lot of it comfort food, but it had the salad, it had the soup, and then it had some creamy, delicious, you know, from stuffed eggplant to, uh, I don't know what else we had. It was every night. Mushroom lasagna. Oh, all yeah, over mushrooms. The place. Mushroom. But, but uh, really delicious, really solid stuff. Yeah. Great coffee. Everything was top-notch there, and it was and it's small. There's like six suites, a couple of rooms. Very romantic. Very romantic. It's mm -hmm. high on the list for honeymoons. Yeah. And I'm so glad we went. So glad we went. Mm -hmm. And the whole place, I mean, it just was really in line with my journey the last two years, I would say, since experiencing burnout and getting off antidepressant medications and going down to Peru and doing ayahuasca for six ceremonies over 11 nights and just all with the intention of really embodying inner peace. That's been my focus the last couple of years. And this was so aligned with that. Truly. So we highly recommend you guys check it out. The other thing about this, just being there was being in nature, right? And unfortunately we weren't able to 
hiked to the top of one of the volcanoes. Of course, I was like, which is the highest volcano? I want to go to the highest peak. And there were some robberies, so we didn't make it there. But I guess my highlight of the whole trip, honestly, was being able to go do yoga at this place called Duran Yoga, which was about 15 minute boat ride. So every morning at 630, we met the boat taxi out on the dock and made our way across the lake, just 15 minutes to this teeny tiny little town. And we walked through it every morning up to this gorgeous property and got to do yoga overlooking the lake with a great group of people. And I think I'm going to actually have Duran on this show. So you get to learn more about him and his yoga practice. Yeah, it was top notch. That was one of my highlights for sure. Last year and a half, I've been doing Ashtanga yoga. His stuff is Ashtanga base with some Western modifications, if you will. Just some really insightful stuff that made a lot of sense and aligned with where my body's at. And just very thankful and grateful to see him and practice in that shala. Like you said, I was overlooking the lake, looking at the volcanoes with the avocado trees and his little Buddha cafe there, which he's an ex-chef. So and from the vegetarian vegan side, so excellent food, excellent vibes, excellent dude. Excellent dude. I like it. <laughs> and was there anything in particular that you learned about yourself on this journey? Yes, of course, of course. Mm. I learned that through these last four years of introspection and evolution, you know, it's obviously a great journey, but having somebody else to echo some roadblocks or speed bumps, if you will, and and that person being a partner can be hugely transformative. You know, something that echoes the internal dialogue that's already going on. We were going back through customs at Guatemala City Airport and I've messed up the entry form and had to redo it. So I got a little frustrated there with the language barrier and Ella was there just to help me breathe through it and get through it. And I think that was the biggest thing, just being a little out of control. I mean, in my past life, if you will, I would have handled the situation way different. Wouldn't have been like that. It probably would have been more of a blow up. But this was very mundane in the grand scheme of things. But she noticed it and she was able to call it out and we were able to get through it. No problem. But I think that kind of, you know, internal growth can only go so far to a certain degree. But when you have a loved one, they can echo and see you. And I think that's why she's my partner. And that, you know, it's so special and it was a great learning situation for me. Yeah, it's interesting because I think because of the Vegan Life Coach podcast and my blog and doing a lot of interviews and doing this podcast, I've gotten very used to vocalizing my inner dialogue and kind of laughing about it. And I think that's not something that the average person really has an opportunity to do very often, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense, meaning you, Mm -hmm. (laughs) not that you're an average, not that you're average. That did not come out right. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Did you take offense to that? Oh, I am offended. (laughs) What are you going to do about it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and then having somebody who's kind of on the same page and who you're able to vocalize the frustration and know the response is going to be supportive and loving. And, you know, we're here to help each other grow. We're here to help each other talk things through. And there's only one way to do that is if you actually communicate about it. So I think the trip for us was great in just getting better at communicating and maybe not taking ourselves too seriously. 
and Definitely. being able to laugh at things like that at the end. And, yeah. and it might not seem funny at the time, but <laughs> pretty quickly after it can seem really funny. And oh, I think that's sure. what makes life so adventurous and everyday life can be fun just doing kind of normal things when you are able to kind of see it. I always think about Ram Das and his lectures and how wonderful a storyteller he is and telling the stories of just his everyday life and how amusing it is and him making fun of himself. And mm -hmm. I think we've gotten better at doing that over the yeah, last few I mean, Love wins. You have my best interest in mind. Yeah, So I, I just, you know, leaning into that learning and hearing and seeing and receiving it is the joy. Yeah. Well, one of the dilemmas I had on this trip was this okay, I want to use this as an opportunity to disconnect and to be in the present moment. And my life is my work in a lot of ways because my work is my purpose and my purpose is why I'm here on the planet. And it's what gets me out of bed every single morning. Since I was seven years old, I get up knowing that I'm here for a purpose. And when I'm not fulfilling that, that's some of where my anxiety comes. So there's that okay, the being over the doing. I know to connect with inner peace, I want to, I'm committed to putting my being first over my doing. And yet I was like, what a great travel vlog this would be. What a great opportunity to share how we're doing this so that somebody else might benefit from it. Also how we're doing it plant-based and keeping the healthy vibes going. So I decided I did very little posting. I posted maybe a couple times and I did do quite a number of videos and we took time almost every day or maybe every day to reflect on our day so that we have footage that we can put together a blog. But it was a little bit of a dilemma right before I left. I was like, oh, maybe I should just forget the whole video thing and just be there. But I think it worked out all right. And I think another thing was helping me just be able to helping us like have an opportunity to reflect on what we were doing. And I don't know, sharing is caring. So do you have yep. any thoughts on that? I mean, I think the daily reflection is incredible. We should practice that on them I mean, if we can daily, right. you know, if not, I mean, when we're traveling, it brings a lot of insight. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, to be honest. And I will pat myself on the back just a little bit. For the two hours I sat, two hours I sat still and read a phenomenal book, which you have now just finished, right? Mm -hmm. Just finished it. How We Live is How We Die by Pima Chodron. It is an extraordinary work, you guys. And for me, having, you know, it's grieving the loss of my beloved sidekick, my ride or die, my spunky little rescue vegan chihuahua, you know, I don't know, it was helpful. It was comforting. And it's not all about death. It's mostly about life. It's mostly about living. Though she does talk about death, but it kind of, and, and it's based on the Tibetan Book of the Dead. And yeah, highly recommend that book. I will put the link in the show notes. I'll make a note. Yeah, it was excellent. Yeah. Oh, the other thing we should mention is that, or we should mention, I would like to mention, getting rid of those words should, you guys, vocabulary. Vocabulary, so important. I stopped using the word busy and I don't use the word should. So another great thing we did that was bonding and relationship building was reading out loud together, which I really enjoyed. And we just finished that book as well. And that we one did. is called The Alchemist. The Alchemist. Yeah, it's a classic. I'd read it many, many, maybe 20 years ago if I'd forgotten all about it. But such a great read out loud to each other. Totally. Another great bonding exercise for sure. And listening to your partner yeah, read to you. I mean, it doesn't get any more intimate than that. I really, really enjoyed it every night. Yeah. 
Well, as we start to wind down here, I think we should leave people with a few like of our healthy travel tips. I know they're just, yes, they're two, maybe the top two, because they make all the difference in the world. Really? Yeah. And when we were sitting on that plane from Miami to Guatemala, and I'm looking at you while we're eating your pre-made salad, just thinking something so small, such a small action was yet so profound. And it gave me such joy to have such good food on an airplane, which my options were pretzels and soda pop. That's why we started talking about it. And obviously yeah. the airports are food deserts. There's such little nutritional things to eat there, to say the least. Yeah, it's definitely gotten better. I mean, I'm saying people, but still it's like, okay, yay, there's a bagel with vegan cream cheese. Right. That's not my kale and my Nutrilicious kale and white bean salad, which if you guys have not gotten my recipe yet, I will also put that link in the show notes. All my clients are addicted to it. Quinn is now addicted to it. It is so nutritious and fulfilling and satisfying and packed with protein and vitamins and minerals. And it is creamy even. And I'm just, I don't know. I don't even know what to say about it, except if you haven't tried it yet, you got to try it. The Nutrilicious makes all the difference too. Without doubt. Best nutritional yeast out there. Best nutritional yeast out there. I felt like a bad vegan, you guys, for a long time because I didn't like nutritional yeast. And everyone was like, oh, vegan, nooch. Got to have the nooch everywhere you go. Put the nooch on everything. And I was like, eh, I don't really love it until I had Nutrilicious. And yes, now I am an affiliate because I use it every single day, all the time. So use my link, grab up some Nutrilicious. I guarantee you'll be addicted to in the best way. It's also got 4.4 grams of protein per tablespoon. So you add that to a salad and then we've also got white beans in this salad and some pumpkin seeds on top and you've got a nutrition powerhouse. It's so great. So great. So that's one is packing a real meal. Pack yourself a hearty salad instead of trying to take your chances at the airport or go for trail mix you know, one little handful of trail mix, which is not really satisfying, right? It's hundreds and hundreds of calories. It's not that we're counting calories, but it's just very dense, right? Very dense and not very satisfying. And you have a salad like this and you get to where you're going, especially in Guatemala, where then we had three hours in a car before we got to the hotel. So it's a long period of time without sustenance. So it's a great option. What was the other one? Lower back support for the plane ergonomic big one, big one. yeah no Even nutrition and mean on the lower back it's like yeah i don't want us to be happy yeah so i use one of those little blow up neck pillows but i just blow it up and put it behind my back you've got a foamy one yeah i use my neck really horseshoe comfy. thing i put yeah. it back there versus on my neck and it's significantly better use of it <laughs> yeah so one for the internal and one for the muscles and the external structure of our bodies just those two alone will make any trip start off on the right foot. Agreed. Yay. All right. Anything else you'd like us to leave people with today? I don't think so. Well, I know we're titling this microdosing with Quinn and Ella. So maybe people are like, well, where's the microdosing? <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> you holding? <laughs> we actually are microdosing today. And that's not the point. The point is small doses of information and our experiences on elevating consciousness, on topics related to health, compassion, uh, fitness, nutrition, you know, all the good stuff, all the good stuff that this show is about. 
only we're going to kind of share intimately. Uh, relationship building, I think, is a big one, obviously, sure. for us. And yeah, sharing with you our inner dialogue and in ways that will help you up-level your own health and happiness and longevity. There we go. There's your microdose. All right. Thanks for being here with me. Boo. Of course, baby. I love you. I love you too. And we love all of you listening. Yes, we do. <laughs> love wins. Love wins. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Rise and Thrive with me, Ella Majors. I truly hope you found it inspiring. And if you did, please help me spread the word by leaving a rating and review on your favorite podcast player and by sharing the show with your friends. As you probably know by now, my life's purpose is to use my voice to make this world a more conscious and compassionate place. And your reviews and shares make a huge impact. And last, I'm getting a ton of insanely positive feedback about my short and sweet monthly newsletter called The Way, short for The Way Out is Through. I give my top five latest badass discoveries, insights, and explorations like vegan products and recipes I'm obsessed with, books and shows I'm loving, and workouts that have me fired up. Head on over to my website, ellamajors.com, to sign up and check out all the other awesome resources I have for you and projects I'm involved with, including Hogs and Kisses Farm Sanctuary, where our mission is to create the best life for farm animals while inspiring compassion for all living beings. Thanks a lot, and I'll see you on the next one. Thank you.